Welcome to the Renoise Podcast. My name is Rev. I make music as summer starved. I'm a songwriter, record producer, joyful noise chaser. So glad to have you with us here today for another episode. What you're listening to here is a little something me and my guest came up with when he came here to the studio. Today's guest is very special. I guess they all are, aren't they? I got on the show today, Mr. OK Cozy. Artist, Polaroid taker, singer, rapper, producer, all the rest. This dude is super talented. Based out of here, Richmond, Virginia, where I'm based. He swung by the studio and we just uh, chopped it up for a bit. Collaborated on a few uh, tasty treats. Yeah, buckle up. This is cool. Without further ado, here's my interview with OK Cozy. So when you made, uh, you, you make records. I do. On your own. Mostly, right? Correct. Do you? I would you... say 99%. Like I have like uh, people who I go to for like critique okay. and advice. Uh, but yeah, like almost pretty much all of my music is produced, written, recorded, mixed by me. My last record I just dropped, Clouds. Dropped that August 23rd, 2021. Sick. I love yeah. that thing. Um, great. Thank you. I, that was the first time I ever got someone else to master my record. Mm. And he also supplied some additional mixing. Yeah. Because he didn't want to just master it. He wanted to like, um, like be able to just like do a couple extra things. And his name is Pete Rango. You might know him. He's an amazing engineer. No, I'd love to meet him. He's amazing. And like. Bring him on the show. Yeah, I'll definitely like recommend him. But cool. he's like, I love, I love working with him because of his mindset approaching music. It's very similar to mine, and I just love people who see music the same way I see it because it's like, you know, we're not doing it to become famous. We're not doing it to make money. We're not like, we're not like taking a song and like holding it. Like, I mean, yeah, I hold like all my art close to my heart, but. Mm. Some people like you collab on them with a song and they're like, oh, this is my song. Like, even though we made it together. Right. It's like, he's not really like that. He's like, you know, very open with it. And I love being able to work with him because uh, he's just, like I said, his mind. Yeah, <laughs> I love <man>. his mind. <laughs> but um, yeah, so that's why I was like cool with um, letting him mix and master. How long did record. it take you to connect with him before you were like, I'm going to give you some rain over this um, over these tracks i think i only met him in like may yeah may or june but and you found out enough in that time frame to, yeah yeah um and i asked him to uh pick up my record because um i was mixing it and mastering it myself and uh i was on like version 19 <laughs> i was on version 19 of the master it's a thing dude and 
I was like, it was getting worse. Yeah. So I was like, all right, I think it's time I like give this to someone else because, and he was like the perfect person to give it to because, um, yeah, he just, he, he did an incredible job and he, he understood what I was trying to do, how I wanted it to feel. Because I remember I showed him one of the mixes that I was working on and he gave me the best feedback that I've had up into that moment, like possibly like ever. Let's hear it, man. Hear what the feedback he yeah. said? He just, he just, he understood, like I played in the song and I was like, what'd you think? And he understood what I was trying to do. He just said like some like specific things like, oh, you gotta make it warmer. You gotta mm. like, um, bring this sound up a little bit so that it makes it feel like this way. And I was like, I was like taking notes in my phone. I was like, all right, I'm gonna do this. Like when I go home. Did it work? It did work, like, I, but I still ended up bringing it back to him. Sure. And that's why I brought it back to him. Cause like, I was like, no, you understand what I wanna do. So I should just let you do it because I trust that you and I have the same mm. idea of where we want this song to go. And so I ended up coming back to his house with like all the stems and um, I gave it to him. He loaded up in Ableton and um, I was just sitting with him like the whole process Sick, that he was man. on it. Yeah. And like, I just really loved that because like, I want to like, even though I let him pick it up, I still wanted to be there if he had any questions or like, I wanted to give him my live feedback rather than me just sending it off to him. And he like comes back and I have to like text him stuff where, where so he could like ask me something like if I'm right there. But like, I, I do trust him like enough like after that experience to like be able to maybe send him off a song or something like that. But yeah, yeah that was great. the very first time that I had someone else mix, do additional mixing and then master the song. Um, And it was definitely worth it. It was definitely worth it. Yeah, it's it's the DIY thing is available for anyone to do but then when you do it for a while and then you start working with other people, you realize, oh, other people can actually yeah. make this better. Yeah. And it's hard for me to release that, is to say, can I get assistance here? Because I want to, in my heart of hearts, do the whole thing me. So people say, yo, you're good. Yeah, but some um, this one quote really opened my eyes to it. And it's like been in my head ever since. It's... um. Rick Rubin said this one time. He was like, it was something along the lines of, it doesn't matter who made it, doesn't matter who worked on what, as long as it's good. You That's know, it. like you could work with like Kanye West, Yeezus. One of those songs will have like 50 writers. It doesn't matter. It's good. You know, yeah. like it's, I mean, some people are like purists and they're like, oh, he doesn't write his own lyrics, blah, 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 blah. But like, all these big artists these days, a lot of them don't write their own lyrics. A lot of them don't make their own beats. A lot of them, like, et cetera, et cetera. But at the same time, I am extremely inspired by Tame Impala, Kevin Parker. He Brilliant. writes, produces, mixes a lot of his own stuff. Yeah. He uses Ableton, too. Yeah, he uses Ableton. I use FL. I've, I've always wanted to switch to Ableton. I just got to take the time to learn it. But no, I'm super inspired by Kevin Parker. He's I like when I first heard Currents in like 2015, mm. 2014, 2015, mm -hmm. I think it dropped in 2015, but I heard a single like earlier than that. I heard Cause I'm a Man 
mm-hmm. on Ill Roots, like back in like 2014, 2015. And I was like, I heard that song and I was like, whoa, like there's music like this. Yeah, dude. I was like, what is like what I've never heard anything like that to that day. Yeah. And um that immediately like opened the floodgates for like a different like genre of music that I just became obsessed with. That one song. Yeah. Like I heard because I'm a man and then I went back and I listened to Lonerism and I started discovering I started looking into Tame Impala and like looking into like more things like that. And it just like opened up the door for me to like discover indie music. And then when I came to Richmond for college in 2017, I ended up meeting like a bunch of like indie people, yeah, obviously, because sure. it's like an indie city. Right. And um, they would show me new music, like, you know, stuff like that. And um, yeah, that like literally changed my life. Just like for it was first discovering that song, but then mm. second coming to Richmond and being in a city that supports that like genre you know what i'm saying because right. i would go to like a rock show one weekend and then like next week i'll go to, like a rap show so i was like always like in between these genres and um yeah i like i'm obsessed with tame impala yeah i remember hearing um when i listened through good kid mad city mm-hmm. the first time and then they he sampled beach house oh yeah on what was it was it a poetic, not poetic justice? I think it was poetic justice. One of the one, I just remember hearing that, and of course, I've been a huge Beach House yeah, fan, yeah. and I was like, dude, this. I didn't even know Beach House by the way. Is sick, you know? And then just to watch those two genres kind of mash together, I was like, there's no rules. If you think something's cool, uh, use it, you know, and work with it. I mean, people, when it's sampling, it's like there's free reign, like no matter what the genre is, like if you can sample like something dope like you can make it even doper like do you sample in your in your music i used to when i started i was only sampling um and now most of my stuff these days is like completely like original because i don't want to have to be clearing samples like i'm not at that stage to where like i have to yeah but you're thinking in the future when you blow up i'm not a i'm not opposed to like using like a sampled song because like in in an instance like say i guess like the most popular instance these days is um lil nas x his his uh old town road sample mm-hmm. was a nine inch nails right and uh i mean like by the time where he had to pay them he was already like a superstar so right. it's not like it like hindered him and if and if you had like to trade it off like oh yeah. Would you rather pay them like 80 million or just not use this song? Like you're gonna wanna use that song. It literally was like number one for like a hundred weeks. No, man. You know, amazing, like, yeah. So like so like after like realizing that, I'm like, okay, I I'll sample. Like I don't I don't care. Like, yeah. You know. I used to sample a lot when I was more so making rap songs. Mm-hmm. But now I like just like kind of making my own stuff because it's like fun, but sampling is also really fun. But I just kind of like fell out off with it. Um, but I'm gonna definitely get back into it eventually. Yeah, mixing both of them is yeah. start sampling yourself, man. Oh, I've done that a few times. But it's great. Yeah, like sampling like an old beat I've made or like a yeah, old yeah. progression or drum loop. Yeah, I definitely do that. So when you're thinking drums, are you programming drums? Are you having a drummer play? Are you playing? What What's your thoughts when you when it comes to approaching drums? You're DIYing everything a lot of times, I guess, until maybe the mixing process. So when you're thinking about drums, how do you, how are you? What are you gravitating towards? Electronic, live? How do you approach that? Um, recently, for the past like year, I've been doing a lot of like, I've been like searching for. How do I word this? Uh, 
live sounding pro samples. Yes. So like I would use like contact live drummer and stuff. I didn't mm -hmm. really like it, mm -hmm. but I got a new one that's like uh, really good. And um, so like, that's what I've been going for. I would love to like eventually, I mean, I will eventually work with like a live drummer. Yeah. I recently I've been trying to like make like program drums that sound like the livest they can. Yeah, man. Um, because I just like that live feel and I like being able to bring it to like a drummer or a band and then like perform it live. That's like definitely the angle. Um, but I yeah. definitely started like programming just like samples and stuff. And um, that was always cool. I was actually doing that last night for the first time in like a few weeks. Cool. Because I've just been using like uh, live samples and stuff. Yeah, man. Yeah. And when you perform live, I mean, do you enjoy the recording process or the live performance more? Or are they equal? Hmm. As um, Because I've seen you play, I've seen you perform live. Mm -hmm. And you yeah. are uh, hyped. Yeah. And there was somebody at the show that said you were like the reincarnation of yeah. Prince. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You were at the I was at June the 19th, 19th show. show. Yeah. Um, so you get uh, you get hyped. I do. Yeah, I definitely like, like, if you're going to ask what I enjoy more, I definitely do enjoy like bringing like a final product to the stage and seeing like people's reactions and being able to uh, interact with them through mm -hmm. my music mm -hmm. and make it our show. Mm -hmm. Like I try to, uh, see shows is like it's not like my show it's like our show that's why i really love getting like crowd um like interacting with the crowd yeah and um just being able to like make them feel like they're a part of it not like like not to make them feel like they're just standing there watching me but making it feel like i don't know like this is like a shared experience yeah man um but i do definitely enjoy recording it's some parts of recording that can be frustrating similar to some parts of performing that can be frustrating like maybe building a set or maybe when like you're on stage and there's like technical difficulties yeah, it's like can be pretty frustrating but i think uh, the parts that are frustrating during recording are much more frustrating because it's like oh like why can't i hit that note or uh like why can't i figure out why this isn't sounding how i want it to sound and that can get pretty frustrating but at the same time being in the studio and recording is like, it's one of the most fun things ever, especially if you're like really like in a pocket that you're uh, enjoying yeah, because man. like, it's like, you just get lost and like, I'll be in there for hours, just like, just lost. Like not even paying attention to the time, not even paying attention to my phone, like forgetting to eat. But I'm like having the time of my life, just like making whatever I'm making, you know? You get in the zone. What are they called? There's a term the they flow. have, the flow state. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I love entering. <laughs> yeah it's hard to exit but necessary to exit and rest so that the next flow state can yeah i mean you can't be in it forever no i mean maybe you can actually i feel like there is a way you can probably cool. tell me when you figure it out i feel like it's something through like meditation yeah man <laughs> mad people meditate yeah rick rubin's all about that a lot of other uh highly successful individuals i've heard Mm -hmm. uh, meditation is a huge part of their practice. I try it. My mind is uh, hard to hard to to keep quiet. I mean, you're not supposed to immediately have a quiet mind. It's like something you build. You know, it's like working yes. out. Yeah. I remember I, I told my mom like you should like try to meditate, and she's like, oh, I just can't. Like, there's no way I cannot think about anything. I'm like, that's not that's not what you're trying to do. Mm. You're just trying to like 
more so pay attention to what you are thinking about and be present in the moment. Right. Like I meditated this morning and um, I think I was in it for like 20 or 30 minutes. And um, I wasn't even trying to quiet my mind. I was just sat there with my eyes closed and just paid attention to the thoughts that were on my mind. And I was like, what? Like, it's like, it felt like I was just like filtering out all these random thoughts that I had to think about so that I could have space Ah, new ones it's organizing yeah it was like it was like organizing i was like because i was like i was like why am i thinking about this i thought i thought about this already yeah <laughs> like, man and it's like it seems like it was unresolved right so yeah it's more it so just in. like clearing space so do you try to do that before you create art sometimes yeah um i feel like it's good to be in like a good mindset when i uh before i create um the other day i went on a walk and then i went and like played some guitar and i felt like that was like a very good thing to do like mm. um just like you know be in the right mindset and be like relaxed yeah. because if i'm like anxious or like uncomfortable um it'll just make me like more uncomfortable if i try to like force myself to not be like that yeah yeah, yeah. do you consider making art work i am trying to kind of wrestle with this my myself as thinking about art as because it's a part of the artist is it's you had said earlier offline that uh you would be making art regardless it's just a part of who you are and it comes out of you mm -hmm. whether you're going to get paid for it or not of course since i've jumped into the journey of trying to make this full time my thought of course is about money but then also i've also heard or am interested in how other artists kind of see it is does work necessarily mean financial compensation? I don't think it does for me personally because I know that I'm, I, I may, when I'm working and when I'm making art, and I'm it is work to me. It is taking energy that I have and then putting it into something that then becomes a product of some sort. But divorcing, I feel like you art just to make money there's some sort of poisoning thing that happens there i'm just curious to hear other people when they think about yeah, it yeah i guess i would say i don't see it as work but i'm trying to i'm working on trying to treat it that way right because like i'm trying to like uh i guess treat it like it is a job because i want to be more consistent with it i don't want to only do it when i feel like it yes but i do want to um just tr just treat it more consistently like say like how you know the classic kanye quote it was like what five beats a day for three summers <laughs> or something like go, that dude. like that's definitely a work mindset and that got him to where he is with the production skills so like i feel like and i also heard anderson pock is it anderson pack or pock i think it's pack he once said um like he just got up one day and he was like you know what like all this other stuff I'm gonna just treat my music like it is my job. Yes. Until it is my job. You yes. know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I, I was like, yeah, that's, that's, I guess, the way to go. And it's that time of making it, taking it from a talent and make it into a craft. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, you can't just keep treating it like a hobby if you don't want it to be a hobby. And like, that's something I'm like coming to realize huh. because sometimes I only do it if I'm feeling good or blah, blah, blah. But like, I'm definitely trying to like just make more and just hone in on that skill to make it so uh like yeah like I said like it, it is my job but I don't necessarily see it as work yet I see it as expression 
personally, mm. but like I want to treat it as work, but it's still expression at the end of the day. Like, yeah, that's how I see it. Let's just take a few minutes to talk a little bit about how you make your process in making music. So when you, uh, so part of what I do is take an idea that's inspired from the conversation and I make a YouTube quote unquote tutorial or a way that I would approach certain aspects of how different artists approach making music. Right. So one of my guests says, oh, he samples himself. So then I did like a whole thing on, I used the tape machine and I sampled my Rhodes keyboard and made like a video about that. Other people talking about reverb, different effects, those kind mm -hmm. of things. How do you approach, let's say FX? Like how does that play a huge role in your creative process? And if so, can you walk us through possibly one of the things you would do with it? Um, effects on vocals, guitars, sure. drums. Let's start with vocals. Vocals, okay. Um, so normally I will record vocals and then I would put like a same like preset uh, like chain on it. Like I have a specific preset chain that I like. So like I'll always try to like put a similar chain that I feel like will fit the song. And then I'll try to do one thing or two things to just like make it a little bit different. Mm. Whether that's, that's like add like a phaser or maybe layer it a certain way. I'm really into layering vocals. Um, but yeah, I always try to either start with the same preset um, chain or sometimes I'll like start from scratch and try to do something I've never done before, which sometimes can work. But sometimes <laughs> it's like, you know, sometimes it's good to just start with like what you know. Yeah. But what's in the chain? Just like simple stuff like um eq compressor sometimes definitely saturation uh obviously delay like all the um i guess average normal stuff mm -hmm. um sometimes it's it's always the um layering that i do that kind of brings stuff to the to the next level yeah it's the layering and um yeah honestly that's it like I'll record with some people and they'll just like lay down like one track. I'm like, like not going to layer it. And, yeah. And, but sometimes, you know, that's like not their thing. But sometimes like I'll record with someone. I'm like, yo, you should like try a layer on this. And they're like, whoa, like it sound, it does a lot for them. Yeah. And for me, the when I'm singing is more so when I need layers because like my singing voice isn't like the strongest. But um. Like if I'm just like rapping, I can get away with one or two layers, but sometimes when I'm singing, I'll do like three to four. Mm. And um, that's definitely something that- Will you just take them and stack them or you'll just go and sing them over again? Yeah, I'll definitely like, I don't copy and paste them. No. Because then you'll sound like a robot. That's but, right. Yeah, but um, I'm not, I mean, if that's what you're going for, I'm not, I've never really gone for that. <laughs> yeah. So I don't do that. But, so you'll um, take it like three or four passes, yeah. get yourself singing the same line over and over again, and then pan them in different places. Yeah, that's how I start. Yeah, yeah that's sick. Uh, some, I mean, sometimes it'll take like forty tries to yeah. like just get tone, the tone that I want. But um, that's why I like to record alone because I don't like wasting other people's time. I and like no one, <laughs> like no one will have like the same like what's the word? They won't have the same um want the same like. I don't want to call it perfectionism, but like the same like vision that I have for how I want it to sound most mm -hmm. of the time. Cause like I'll show someone a demo and they'll be like, oh, that's like perfect. And I'm like, nah, I want to like delete all that and re record it. And um, 
so that's why yeah that's that's one of the reasons why i like to record yeah alone. and then you get end up on a master number 19 exactly exactly <laughs> exactly i had an experience with that where i mixed it i was like in nine mixes oh, for real? in and i'm like oh. it was freaking mix number four man that was yeah. it the whole time i released mix number four. Oh, that's how it'd be yeah because i i went to 19 and i was like man eight sounds really good yeah dude. yeah i was like i was like and now i can't get back to eight my buddy who mixes rec records for a living he lives in nashville he's done a lot of amazing stuff kevin daly is his name mm -hmm. hopefully i'll get him on this the show at some point but he he just said the hardest thing about mixing is perspective it's really hard to keep perspective after mm -hmm. a while so he just goes off his initial it's like you have these initial uh instincts you do those within the first 30 minutes and then polish all the rest like that, those initial, like if you approach it as an artist, which is hard when you're making the music and then mixing it yourself, but you learning how to follow that artistic instinct is one of the hardest things to do. I mean, I what I'm I do mixing while I'm producing most of the time. That's right. Like, like adding like saturation. EQ. That's it. Like it, I don't. It becomes yeah. part of the song. Yeah, but like the after mixing to where you're like doing the levels for the mastering yes. is when it will get tricky and it's like you're kind of already lost in the song right. so it's like you got to like take a step back and that's when bringing someone else into the process is very good that's it yeah whoever's listening hire a mixer if you can i would say learn how to mix like enough to yourself but like like i mean i'm still gonna try to mix and master my own song yeah but like i'm not as like opposed anymore to like getting someone else to do it if i feel like i'm not doing it justice you know what i'm saying mm. but um yeah i think um it's always good to still just like learn know how to mix you might not need to know how to master if you want like a mastering engineer but i think knowing how to mix especially if say you're recording your own vocals definitely like you know learn at least like a couple things. yeah you got to get it to where you want it you know and how it works but just just being able to interpret what's in your head into like what you can hear is a very satisfying thing to do so like if you hear like spacey like echoey vocals like just being able to know how to do that well it's like very satisfying and then being able to play with it like tweak it see which one sounds better it's like it's very it's really fun yeah that's 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 the best part about it vocals are the key man they're the most fun to get right yeah the most um, and they're hard <laughs> exactly that's what i was gonna say it's the it's the most fun when you actually got it but when uh when you're struggling to get it right that's when it'll that's when it'll wear you out that's cool that's for sure so for people listening who don't know who this is your their first time engaging with you where's the best place to to hear your stuff find out what you're doing you can listen to my music on whatever streaming platform you use which is probably spotify or apple music just look up okay cozy okay a y c o z y and yeah i'm on instagram twitter all that by the same name yeah yeah i like to make music and take polaroids those are my two passions that's it yeah <laughs> what else is there man um there's a whole world out there that's right <laughs> beautiful cool man thanks for your time yeah no problem we'll try to we'll try to make something and see what comes up let's do it all right brother cool 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 Man, wasn't that cool? What a dude. 
I love doing this. Love to meet new people. Love to hear how they get along in the world. Super inspiring. I hope it's inspiring for you too. If it is, let me know. You can follow me on uh, all things social media at Summer Starved. Go up on that YouTube. I'll be making a video that corresponds with our conversation today. Yeah, just keep creating, you know. Until next time. Keep making noise, y'all. Peace.